This is Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, and Ella's Leash Production. Heard as a podcast around the world, but heard first on radio stations 100.7 WHUD-FM and Real Country 920, 1260, and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Shine On, bringing you healers and dreamers and people who want to make life richer. It's your time to shine on. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On today. We've got some age-old wisdom that might help you through what you're going through these days. Dr. Laika is here with that. We've got a new way to look at your life. You can find out your energetic blueprint. Oh, I never heard of this. I'm excited. You'll meet Erin Claire Jones, and she'll tell you all about this computer program. And also, have you seen any of Laura Hankins' viral videos? She makes very funny videos that are all over YouTube. Now she has the book, the fun book, that you're going to want to take to the beach this summer. And yes, you will be going to the beach this summer. But we'll start today with Dr. Laika, Dr. Alan Laika, and his secrets to living a fantastic life. Spoiler alert, service and paying it forward is a really great place to start. Dr. Laika was given basically a death sentence. And he said, nah, I don't think so. Here's his story. I was a dermatologist. I was one of the top cosmetic doctors in the world for about 30 years. I was walking with my wife and my daughter at Disneyland back in 2003. It was spring break. It was a hot, sunny day late in the day. In fact, it was very hot. It was over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. And my wife turned to me and said, what's wrong with you, hon? And I said, I haven't got the faintest idea what you're talking about. She looked at me again and said, your foot is flapping. And you know, my right foot had suddenly developed a foot drop, and with every step I was taking, it was slapping on the pavement. I I noticed that, and she said, yeah, there's something seriously wrong. Have you had a stroke? And I said, that's not how a stroke presents, dear. It's not the way it, it shows up. And she said, well, when we get back, you better get this checked out. When we get back, got back, I had every test known to man. I had brain scans, I had cat scans, I had scan scans. <laughs> and you know what they showed at the end of the day? What? Absolutely nothing. Wow. Now, doctors were perplexed. They thought I had a slipped disc or a brain tumor or something awful like that. Fortunately, that wasn't happening, but there was no diagnosis in sight. So I had more tests. I had every other test known to man. And finally, I went to see a world-leading neurologist, a specialist in the nerves, and he was going to tell me what was wrong. So I walked into his office, and he told me, Dr. Laika, you better be sitting down when I tell you this. Why? I have a dropped right foot. He said, no, you don't. You have ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, and in six months, you're going to be dead. So he then said, get your affairs in order. You know, I was taken out of the blue by this. It was really a harsh statement. I said, well, is there a way to prove this? He said, of course, an autopsy. (laughs) I said, I'm not going to die to prove you wrong. And I left, and there started my journey. I had a lot of friends that knew more about computers than I did, and they showed me a way. And I found a doctor in Colorado Springs, Colorado, by the name of David Martz, who had a story similar to mine. 
But he progressed much more rapidly than I did. He was on his deathbed, barely lift his head from the pillow when a doctor from Texas came up to see him, to say goodbye to him because he was a very well-known doctor. He looked at David and said, David, you don't have ALS. You don't have Lou Gehrig's disease. You have something else. And David whispered, what do I have? He said, I think you have chronic Lyme's disease. It's a bite of a tick and it mimics all these other diseases. And if I'm right, I can treat you and, and you'll get rapidly better. And he started him on antibiotics. Within a week, he was like Lazarus arising from the dead. He right. literally could do everything he could before. I knew I had to get in touch with David. I knew he had some of the secrets that I, I needed to make my life whole again. I phoned every hospital in Colorado Springs, Colorado. You see, a doctor can find any other doctor if he tries hard enough. And I finally uh, reached out to him at the Methodist Hospital in Colorado Springs. We were able to connect and we talked for hours. So I got on the plane and there was David on the tarmac to meet me. He said, boy, you don't look good. And I said, yeah, I sure don't feel good. And he basically said, uh, Dr. Leica, I think history is repeating itself. I think you're, you have the same story as mine, and I'm going to treat you and make you better. And he did. He literally made me to the point that I could still continue my cosmetic surgery practice, and I maintained my status as a top cosmetic doctor for over 30 years until I retired last year. So it was an amazing journey. But you know, when you go through this, your life changes. You basically look for different answers. You have to find those answers, and you also hopefully at the end of the day find a better way of living you find uh, more pearls and that's what i did i found some golden pearls that i think can apply to everybody's life and really make everybody's life better without the hardship that i had gone through i finally was given a second chance i knew god's plan for me i knew what what the world had to give me and uh, I could give it back and I could give it back more abundantly than I had received. And now the book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, The 13 Golden Pearls Within. They're already in us, these golden pearls? Yeah, you know, you really have to find them inside yourself. This is not something that's out there that you transport into yourself. But you know, it's an awakening. It's an awakening of the things that are naturally there. These are natural tendencies that everybody has. And by awakening them, you really get a better life. You're able to enhance your life. And you know, this is a time of awakening we're going through right now. Uh, the world's going through a sec another awakening through this, this darn virus that's going around. And we now have a chance to live a better life. We have a chance to reclaim it. We have a chance to make a better life than we went into it. We are all ready to make a better life than before the pandemic. Where would we start? You know, I think starting basically is to realize that it's not what happens to you. It's what you do with what happens. And, and I think that's a basic principle that everybody has to realize and integrate. If you're given lemons, you can certainly wallow about the fact that you're given lemons or you can make lemonade. In my life, I made lemonade, and I think everybody should make lemonade. Right, but sometimes when we're dealing with a shock or a misdiagnosis or a pandemic, we can't always access our ability 
to make lemonade. So can you help us you know, get on that road? Sure, sure. It's actually a, a matter of perspective. It's a matter of thinking deeply down in your side where you want to be at the end of the day. And you can reconstruct your life with the goal in mind at the end of it. And that's to have the betterment that comes out. You see, as I got into my second life, I've decided on a life of service for people, a life to help people get a better life. And that's why we developed these golden pearls with my co-author, Harriet Tinka, who had an equally horrendous story for different reasons. But it's basically a life where we can give people things back and help them achieve a better life because these golden pearls are inherent in everyone. All right. This is the sticky note that's going to go on my computer today. Where do you want to be? That's a brilliant uh, message because if you put that in the forefront of your mind, where do you want to be? It's harder to sit and wallow in the lemons because you realize you are going to move forward beyond the lemons. Okay. Yes, and you know, it's the hardships that make us get to that path. You know, the terrible things that help us actually make us stronger. In my book, there's a story of a butterfly. Um, a butterfly comes through a, a form where it's first a, 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 a worm that basically goes into a cocoon and then comes out better. Now, if you help that moth, that, that butterfly, go through the cocoon process, it'll come out deformed. But if you just let it go through and naturally transpire, it comes out as a beautiful butterfly. So you realize that it's the heat that makes steel strong. It's the irritation in an oyster that makes a pearl come out. That grain of sand inside of an oyster gets walled off by the oyster with something called luster, and it makes a pearl. And that's why we use this imagery in our book. There is a type of pearl called a golden pearl that's only made by certain oysters in the South Pacific. And when it comes out, it's the most beautiful pearl in the world. A single pearl can sell upwards of $10,000. So what I'm telling you is that the irritation that makes you stronger. Don't don't be angry about it. Live with it. Use it as something that'll make you better rather than throw, um, throw stern on it to be angry about it. Really, it's something that's been thrown on you, but you can make it better as a result. That's going to take a whole lot of self-discipline. You know, self-discipline is something that it's actually easy to do. You know, when you look at the things that people have gone to, our ancestors have, they had to go through world wars. They had to go through immense famines. You know, we're being asked to sit on our couch and, and get there. And I saw something that came across my computer the other day, and it said, we're being asked to sit on our couch. Let's not mess this one up. Dr. Laika, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, The 13 Golden Pearls Within. Can you give us one more pearl, please? I think one of my favorite pearls is that of enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is something that you should carry to your job. You should carry right there because it's enthusiasm that makes that day. So have a little card on your mirror that says, is today an enthusiastic day? If it's not, grab your cup of coffee, make it enthusiastic day, and turn it around. And I'm going to challenge all your listeners to do something today that they wouldn't regularly do. I want them to do something for somebody else that they wouldn't regularly do. I want them to pay it forward because that will make the world a better place, guaranteed. Do something out of, out of your norm. Do something out of your regularity. Do something that you can really enhance somebody else's life because by that act of giving, you'll get it back 10,000-fold. Age-old wisdom from Dr. Alan Laika, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life. Just keeping it simple. 
Service and positivity. It really all comes down to a couple of basic ideas. Thank you, Dr. Laika. All right, I want to see you with your feet up reading a fun book. Laura Hankin has written it. It's called Happy and You Know It. One critic said, it's what would happen if the women from the Nanny Diaries met the women from Sex and the City in the social media age. She says, I devoured it in 48 hours. Laura Hankin, author, is also Laura Hankin viral video star with her comedy duo, Feminarchy. (laughs) Uh, So my friend Dominique and I write musical comedy together, and some of those videos have, yeah, gotten a lot of views and made a lot of people laugh, which is great. It started um, years ago, actually. We were just hanging out right before Christmas time, and our friend was talking about how she might ask her parents for the money to freeze her eggs for Christmas. Um, And Dominique and I turned to each other and just made the same joke, which was, Santa baby, help us freeze our eggs tonight. And then we decided we needed to make a video from it and went from there. You know, I actually did not know that I was going to be a writer. For the longest time, I was a theater nerd. Um, But then I started writing on the side as just an escape and a way to be creative in a way that I could control. Uh, And meanwhile, I was working this day job where I was singing to a lot of playgroups of wealthy women and their babies in New York City. Uh, And I kept looking at these women and wondering about their lives and wondering what happened after I left. And so eventually I decided to write a book about it. So you were like a sing-to-baby entertainer kind of thing? (laughs) Yes, I was, I was. I did baby music classes. I did children's birthday parties. Yeah, sometimes it was so fun and the kids were adorable and the moms were really really nice um and then sometimes i would go and i would start singing and the moms would realize like oh no they just signed up for 45 minutes of wheels on the bus and they would (laughs) immediately start talking to each other and just ignore me and that did not feel quite so nice (laughs) right but boy oh boy it sure did feel good to take those character personalities and put them into a novel It absolutely did. It was so fun because I actually started the novel very much from the perspective of Claire, who is a musician who gets kicked out of her band right before they become super famous. And so, you know, broke and desperate, she has to take this job singing to a playgroup. But then over time, I started writing the perspectives of the moms as well. And I just had so much fun getting inside of their heads and exploring all their different personalities and their different approaches to mothering and all the ways that they wanted to present themselves to the world as perfect, even though there are secrets and insecurities roiling underneath the surface. So this is the book we want to see everybody reading on the beach, happy and you know it. Uh, Let me ask you this. You are so interesting, and now you're a fabulous novelist. But it seems to me this wasn't the career you set out to have. What was your dream going, you know, coming out of college? What did you want to do? Oh, I wanted to be a Broadway star. (laughs) That was absolutely like my number one dream. But it's funny because I was going through an old journal from high school recently, and I realized I had written in it how much I wanted to write a book someday. And that's something that I had totally forgotten, but Mm. I guess was actually always a part of me. (laughs) Right. And there's still time to be a Broadway star. (laughs) 
true, true. Yeah, maybe uh, I could become a famous author and then be like the marquee name <laughs> on the Broadway show. Hey, you know, put it in your journal and let's see what happens in a few years. All right. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Happy and You Know It by Laura Hankin. You can also check out her uh, viral videos, and you've written for McSweeney's and Huff Post. What else do you want people to know about this book? I've had people tell me that reading this book feels like having a glass of wine and gossiping with your best friend. Um and that it's really distracted them from everything that's going on right now. And to me, that just feels like the highest compliment. And I'm so glad that it's getting out into the world and providing some comfort and laughter. Me too. How are you getting through? I mean, you know, you're an artist and a writer and the creators have been creating during this pandemic. How did you, how have you gotten through the last couple of months? Yeah, I mean, it's been hard. Everybody's been having a hard time. Um, I'm really lucky in that my loved ones are safe and healthy, and the book coming out has honestly been a great distraction. (laughs) And, you know, I get to be with people that I love and watch a lot of TV. (laughs) So that's what I've been doing. What are you binging on? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I just finished Mindy Kaling's new show on Netflix called Never Have I Ever, mm-hmm. um, which is about a high schooler who <laughs> is dealing with, like, all the normal teenage problems, but also grieving the death of her father. Um, but it's very funny, and then it sort of emotionally wallops you unexpectedly. So I was weeping by the end of it. Aww. Do you know her? Because it seems to me like you guys would be great friends. Oh, my God, please, if you have any way for me to meet (laughs) the friend Mindy Kaling, let me know. I wish. (laughs) All right, Laura Hankin, this is a wonderful uh, read and you're a delightful spirit. So where can we go to find more about you? Uh, my website, laurahankin.com, and then I'm also very active on Twitter and Instagram at laurahankin, H-A-N-K-I-N. And now the dreaded final question for every author on every interview, what are you writing next? Well, uh, I am currently in revision on a new book with the same editor and publishing company, um, and it's about an undercover journalist who infiltrates this top-secret women's-only social club of the New York millennial elite. <laughs> Laura Hankin, she is just so adorable and sparkly, happy and you know it, is the book you can read on the beach this summer. Order that today. Okay, now just... Turn up the volume on your ears because Erin Claire Jones is a very fast talker, but she has something unique to talk about, and that's your energetic blueprint. In fact, it's like astrology with extra. Human design is a system that's based on your exact time, date, and place of, a date, place, and birth, and it basically gives you your energetic DNA. It helps you understand how you're uniquely designed to operate in this world, so how you make decisions, how you communicate, how you're designed to meet people, all that stuff. Okay. And in human design, there are two billion configurations, so everybody's incredibly unique, and it just gives us a language and a framework to really understand it. Okay. Um, okay, the moment that we come into the Earth, like the moment we take yeah. our first breath on the Earth, determines so many things based on the planets? Yeah, based on the planets, and it basically is like our imprint. The idea with human design is that it's not astrology, but it does you know, draw from the same information. So it draws from astrology, it draws from the I Ching, from the Kabbalah, from the chakra system, from quantum physics, genetics, basically all these systems that kind of give us our own energetic blueprint. And the thing I'd say is that it, 
it doesn't feel very prescriptive to me. It's not like you're going to do this when you're 30 and this when you're 50. It's more like this is kind of your energetic like operating system and you can choose to align with it or not. But often life tends to feel a lot better when we do. Your energetic, what did you say? Your energetic operating, operating system. Oper- your energetic operating system. I have to tell you why I'm interested in this. I once had my fingertips read, you know, my palms read. <laughs> no, really, yeah. by this woman who's phenomenal, you know, yeah. just just another uh, language. And what she told me on that, what she saw on my hands literally changed my life in the sense that it gave me permission to step into a role I always wanted to step into. Yes. So this exactly. this has a similar feel to it. So is this just for humans or is it also for businesses? Um, for businesses too. So I think in the business context, it's really just helping people understand how they're designed to lead and how they're designed to kind of best collaborate and function with the people around them. I think often we get really tripped up, whether it's in like romantic partnership or business, and we expect someone to be different than what they are. And so human design just like helps us understand how unique each person is and how to kind of communicate with them in order to kind of bring out their strengths and also like fully leverage them within the business context. Okay. So when you have somebody's birthday and the time they were born and the place they were born, uh, how long does it take you to come up with your imprint? It's immediate, so I basically enter that information into the software, and I can give you guys a website if anyone wants to look those up, and then it kind of outputs this body graph or this blueprint, and so my work is really just every analyzing of it. Now, did I give you my information? Yes, I have yours up. Uh, what's my imprint? What's my operating system? <laughs> so there's obviously, I can only share a few things because it's, there's a ton of information, but one thing I'll just say before I do is that like, and I'm curious how it resonates with you, but I find with human design, it's often not telling people stuff they don't know, similar to when you had your palm read. It's like telling people stuff they do know, they just haven't given themselves permission to step into. So more than anything, like human design just sends the validation of like helping people go down their path. So you are what we call a manifesting generator. And in human design, there are five different types of the highest level manifesting generator, generator, projector, reflector, and manifester. And basically, manifesting generators are the people that really have the energy and the life force to kind of build and create and bring things to life. And the most important thing is that you're really doing work that is deeply satisfying to you. But the thing for you as a manifesting generator is that, like, you basically, you know, I don't know if this shows up in your life, but you have the capacity to have your energy in a lot of things at once. You know, it's not just about doing one thing. You kind of need a lot of stimulation and it's not actually about having like a linear career but it's just like honoring what you have the energy for and then pivoting away from something where the energy is no longer there for it and manifesting generators tend to move very quickly their gift is out of efficiency so it's actually kind of good to surround themselves by people that are a little bit more step-by-step and methodical so they can kind of be in this like creative flow um and the other piece I share about that is just that you're kind of designed to wake up each morning with like a full tank of energy to spend your day using that energy in super satisfying ways, whether it's like with friends or working or parenting, and then kind of crash having exhausted your tank and then kind of wake up recharged. And so the most important thing for these people is just that they're mostly doing work that is deeply satisfying to them. That's me. How does that all live for you? Yeah, no, that's me. That's me. I am a yeah. manifesting generator. I am. I am. And, and and I do a million things. And, you know, yeah. I, I wear a million hats and I'm very happy uh, creating, creating, doing lots of different things in lots of different places. If that's what I am, yeah. I'm a manifesting generator. I'm going to tell everybody that's what I am. 
People are always yeah. saying to me, oh, you do too much. Oh, you're so busy. Exactly. And I'm like, but this, this is me. I'm happy. There's a lot to be done. I'm a great dot connector. I do a lot of manifest generating for other people. I bring people together and then let them 100%. let them manifest. This is really cool. So, so oh my goodness, I'm a manifesting generator. Oh, I'm going to more. I'm going to put that on my business card. Yes, give me some more, Erin Claire. Um, one other piece I'll say is I think that was such a good point you made is that like often manifesting generators are made to feel that they're scattered or that they're doing too much. Um, but they're supposed to be doing all the things, you know, and that's when they really thrive. And so again, it's just kind of like allowing them to do that rather than boxing them into one thing. Um, you know, another key piece for you, and this is sometimes a little bit challenging for people to sit with, but you're basically not, even though you have all this amazing capacity and energy, you're not designed to, like, chase after things and try to make things happen and, like, manifest and initiate. Like, for you, you're designed to be incredibly magnetic. And so you're actually designed to kind of attract everything to you and then just, like, see how it feels in your body, which we can talk about, and then decide what you're available for and what you're not. So it's just like, and you don't need an invitation into something. You just need something in your outer world to kind of stimulate your gut and be like, oh, my God, yes, I want to explore that. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, it does. I don't work hard. Simplicity is one of my core values. I'm always doing, 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 but it's always simple. You know, one of the piece I'd share is that you're somebody who has like a very strong gut response. I don't know whether that's something you're connected to, also very strong intuition. But you basically, for those big decisions, you're not really designed to make decisions in the moment and like impulsively or spontaneously. Like for you, you're designed to be like go through an emotional wave and basically give yourself time to really feel into things and sleep on things before you commit because like you might be on the high of a wave and be like, oh my God, yes, let's do it. And then wake up the next day and be like, I don't have the energy for it. And so giving yourself just like a little bit of buffer time before the big decisions and kind of waiting for the emotional charge to disappear can be really helpful. Wow, awesome. All right, where can people go to find more information about you and this human design coaching that you do? So my website and Instagram are Erin Claire Jones. Um, and also a great place to get started is I have an offer called Blueprint, which is a 30-page PDF on your design. And that's like just gives you all the information you need to know to begin. Erin Claire Jones, find her everywhere. Find out about your energetic blueprint. And thank you for listening. I'm Casey. You can find out more about me at casey.co, K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. And our thought for the day is from Ralph Waldo Emerson, who said, The purpose of life is not to be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. Go, live well, love one another, shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show for your entertainment only. Heard Sunday mornings on 100.7 WHUD and on Real Country's 920, 1260 and 1420 AM, all in New York's Hudson Valley. Subscribe to Shine On on iTunes and SoundCloud and catch a show anytime at Casey.co. That's K-A-C-E-Y dot C-O. Shine On.